Hey guys, long time no see. I'm super excited for today's topic. But before we get started, welcome to Woman Be Free. My name is Sasha B. And I am excited today because of course, you know, today we're talking about um, getting out of bad relationships. And I know that's like a, oh, you know, because I just felt it like, oh, you know, like, because you know how we all been in a bad relationship before we've all been there. And it's like, oh my gosh, nobody ever wants to talk about getting out of a bad relationship, moving on from a bad relationship. So this is what we're going to do today. But before we get into it, of course, I want to say thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I can't thank you guys enough. If you are not following me on Instagram, please do so at just shop, just slash underscore. I, I can't wait to interact with you. I can't wait to laugh with you. Um, can't wait to see how, so you can see how silly I am. I'm just super excited about today's topic. It's probably not even going to be long, but we're going to make it fun. We're going to make it loving, of course, and we're going to set some people free. And I know that I've struggled with this in the past and I know some people who still struggle with it, but we're not going to struggle with it no more. You know what I'm saying? This is a new year. We're not going to struggle with it no more. So just getting out of a bad relationship. The number one thing to not do is to jump into another relationship. I don't know who put that memo out that getting out of a bad relationship and jumping into another is going to help you get over that bad relationship. No, that's all wrong. That's only going to continue the cycle of bad relationships because nothing you have you haven't resolved anything you haven't healed anything you haven't loved on yourself for anything you haven't you know made sure yourself was okay you haven't done the necessary things to make sure that what happened in that bad relationship is not going to continue to happen in your in your present relationship or your future relationships you know what i'm saying so that's the number one no no do not get out of a bad relationship and jump into another relationship because guess what that's just going to end up being bad as well and I know some of you are like, that's not true. That's the only way to get over people. False. False. Please unlearn that. Because I've heard that too. And I was like, that don't even sound right. And unlearn that. I call them people relationship hoppers. Because one thing that relationship hoppers don't understand is that when you are dating someone, you pick up their habits. You pick up their daily routines. You pick up whatever's on them. You pick up right? So if you are a relationship hopper, and if you don't know the definition of that, it's you get out of one relationship and you go to another one, you go right to another one, go right to another one. I call them relationship hoppers. I'm not really fan, fans of those. But all you're doing is taking all of those habits that you are creating and, you know, while you're relationship hopping and making an explosion. So eventually it's going to explode and you're going to hit rock bottom. You're going to hit a wall. And you're going to be like, oh my gosh, God, how did I get here? How did you get there? Baby, you got there because you were in a bad relationship one year. You didn't take time to yourself. All you did was jump into another relationship. So you didn't have the opportunity to take away all of those habits that you got from the bad relationship and renew them to get into a new relationship. See, see how that goes? So this is why people, you know, um, this is why divorce is a thing. This is why um, people break up and this is why toxic, toxic is a thing. You know what I'm saying? Because people aren't taking the time to actually dust off the residue, get rid of the old habits 
instead they're just looking for love so they're like okay i just got a relationship girl let me go get into another one no don't do that please don't do that you just got a relationship have a seat take a time out you know and um purify yourself renew yourself i know some of you haven't been following me very long but when i was in college i think i was like 18 19 years old i had a really horrible horrible boyfriend he was horrible and we were together for almost a year and can i tell you that when i got out of that relationship i didn't even recognize who i was in the mirror and i was like god what is going on here like i don't even know who this person that's looking back at me anymore because i've done i don't i've taken so much stuff i've been abused i've been broken i've been sad i've been weary how do i put myself back together and his answer was come close to me love on me so I could show you how to love on you. And after that, I was single for about three years. I think that was the best three years I could have given myself because, I mean, when I tell you that relationship beat me down, it really did beat me down and broke so much of me. And I couldn't dare, dare, you know, um, jump into another relationship with a cloudy image of myself. And I know some of you are like, well, that's extreme. But have you taken a look at yourself after you got out of a bad relationship? Do you recognize who you are? Do you recognize the person that you're looking at? And if you find yourself answering no, then you are looking at a cloudy image of yourself because you have picked up so much bad stuff that the good stuff is decreasing. So when I got out of that bad relationship, I was I, I was like, I can't go. It's no way possible that I could take all of this into to another relationship. It's horrible, right? And I gave myself that time to live. I gave myself that time to heal, to seek God, to trust God, and to move forward. I think develop, during that time, I developed a, a, a hobby of roller skating. I love roller skating now. You know, I developed that self-love for myself. I became a, a mentor. You know, I just did everything to satisfy me. Um, and I wasn't trying to beat nobody's girlfriend because homegirl was to, on the floor laying down like, oh my gosh, God, please help me get up. And I know some of you been in that that horrible relationship and instead of picking yourself up. You rolled over and kept rolling and kept rolling until you bumped into somebody else and expected them to uh, pick you up off the ground and pick up your extra pieces instead of going to God. So I want you guys to know that that's not okay. Because if you continue to roll around, roll around and roll around until you bump into somebody thinking that they're going to help you pick, pick yourself up and they're going to pick up your pieces, you're wrong. Because at the end of the day, let's be honest, we're all going through something, right? Now, yes, I talked about that horrible relationship, but he was going through something and I was going through something and we probably weren't compatible. And he was probably just a learning experience for me, right? Let's be honest, we're grown. So he was probably just a learning experience for me. But 
Um, and he like, you know, and I appreciate the learning experience. I don't think I would be who I am today if I did not go through that relationship. So we, this is why we need to sit down after a bad relationship because we will not, we'll see the big outcome. You know what I'm saying? We'll see where we settle. We'll see uh, the red flags that we bypass. We'll see those things and it'll bring new things upon us, right? So I don't necessarily put all the blame on him. Yes, the relationship between both of us was toxic. It was horrible. It was, we were both young and stupid and dumb. And you know what I'm saying? It was just a whole bunch of nonsense going on. And we weren't even on the same wavelength or the same level, but we were trying to make it work. Um, And God was like, "Uh uh-uh, no. But you know, you're young, so you try to hold on to things and God shows you until it gets worse and worse and worse. And then you're like, okay, God, I can't take it anymore. That's just what happened. And we're just going to be adults about it because I think that some of us who are rolling and rolling and rolling into relationships and trying to figure out, well, how come I get, keep getting into the same relationships? How come I keep roll, getting, uh, how come none of my relationships are lasting? It's because you aren't sitting yourself down and looking at the um the bigger picture of what really happened. See, it's easy to blame one person in a relationship, but when you can take full responsibility of your part too, that's different. And a lot of people aren't ready to take that uh, full part too. You know, they're not ready to take that responsibility to another level. So they'll rather just blame the other person and just roll, 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 roll until they up, oh, bump it to somebody else. And then that person doesn't work. So they blame it on that person. And then they roll and roll and roll. Oh, somebody else. Thank you, Jesus. And then they roll and roll. Then they, you know what I'm saying? Then that doesn't work. Then they roll and roll and roll. Now, how many? Now, this is your third person you're going to blame. Nah, something isn't working. Something that you're doing isn't working either. And it's probably because you have all these memories. You have all this toxic stuff in you. You have all these habits and influences from the bad, the first bad relationship that you haven't let go of, right? You haven't let go of it. And I want it to stop. I really do. You know what I'm saying? Don't, don't, don't listen to that girlfriend who's single too, who's bitter too, who's angry too, who sit there and be like, oh, ain't no good man. Don't listen to that girlfriend that says that. And then be like, oh, you, you, you breaking up with him, girl. Uh, we need to go find somebody else. Uh-uh. Don't do that. Don't even set yourself up for failure. Because all you're going to keep doing is continually uh, end up with a broken heart. And if you don't believe me, look at all the celebrities. Look at all the celebrities who relationship hop, who don't take the time out to, to get to know who they are, to seek God for their healing, um, you know, to take the necessary steps. How long does their relationship last before it explodes? Because that's all that happens when you relationship hop, an explosion. It might not explode in that relationship, and, that, and it might not explode in the next relationship, but it's going to explode. I don't care what anybody says. So I wanted to come and give you some um, tips of how to move forward from a bad relationship. Now, if you want me to say Moving forward from a bad relationship is getting into a new one. You might as well click off this podcast right now because I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. But I am going to tell you the six steps. I think it's six. 
Yeah, six steps to help you move forward from a bad relationship where you will the outcome will be you being whole and standing on two feet and having your pieces put back together, not waiting for somebody to put them back together for you. That's the difference. No longer playing the blame game because of your bad relationships, but yet you are taking responsibility of your part in the toxic relationship as well. Because we all play a part. We all play a part. This is all about accountability. This is all about letting go. This is, that's the thing. Right there, I just said it. People relationship hop because they don't want to take accountability. They don't want to take accountability that they play a bad part in that bad relationship too. That they were toxic in that bad relationship too. Trust me. Because let me tell you something. I could be toxic as well. We all can be. But you have to identify it first before you can change it. But if you're not willing to be accountable for the role that you played as well, then it's going to keep, it's, it's like a cycle. It's like a bad relationship cycle. So we're going to be accountable. We're going to stand on our two feet and we're going to pick up our pieces and we're going to move forward out of bad relationships instead of not being accountable, going to another relationship, expecting that person who had nothing to do with your bad relationship to pick up every single piece that was broken of you. And then when they don't do that, it's, oh my God, you know, like I'm done with him. No, you cannot put that expectation on any person. It will fail every single time. This is why I'm not a fan of relationship hoppers because that's something that they do. But I'm going to get into these six steps and we're going to roll on, right? All right, let's go. Um, Six steps to get out of a bad relationship. Six, six steps that you take getting out of a bad relationship. Ready? Let's go. One, seek God for your healing. If you don't do anything else after you get out of a relationship, seek God and pray and ask him what's, what to do next. Ask him to heal your broken heart and put you back together better than you were before. Because He is the only person that can do it. You will not find healing in another person. You will not find healing in this world. You will find damage in another person. You will find um, brokenness in another person. But if you want your healing, the first thing that you have to do is ask God for it. God will heal you. He will put you back together better than you were before, before you got into the bad relationship. And I don't think anybody talks about that enough anymore because it's all about being in a relationship. It's all about being in love. And there's so many people in a relationship in love with a broken heart trying to figure out how do I put these pieces back together again, you know, or I'm waiting for my lover to put my pieces, put me back together. You'll never get together that way. You have to seek God for your healing. You have to seek God for that trust. You have to seek God for that love. And if you don't see God for it, you'll never have it. You'll never have it. That's one. Two, take ownership of what has happened. Go through it. Play it back in your mind. Take ownership of what has happened. About all the red flags you collected. You know, be honest with yourself. Nobody wants to be honest with themselves. 
And that's a big, that's the biggest hindrance ever. You have to want to be honest with yourself to get over it. That's the number one key of healing. God will, let me tell you something. These people out here got y'all thinking that healing is such a beautiful thing that when God heals you, oh, what's, you know, you running through a, a field with sunflowers and road. No, when God is healing you, baby, you are weeping at his feet. You are uh, snotting you know, snot, uh, snot running down your nose and everything else. That's everything that you're doing. That's what healing is. (laughs) Like people have the wrong image of healing and that's okay. But you know what I'm saying? Like healing, it's a joyous, it's a joy and it's a pain, but it's worth it. But you have to take the ownership first. You have to take the ownership of what happened in that to experience true healing. You know what I said? Cause I said this before, God does not bless who you pretend to be or, um, what you pretend to do or what you pretend to pray. He can only bless you if you are willing to be honest with yourself, willing to be honest with your sins, willing to be honest with where you are in your life at this right now. That's what he can fix. But if you're not willing to bring it to the table, how can he fix it? If you're not willing to take ownership of it, how can he fix it? How can he heal it? How can he breathe life back in it? I just want to know. So that's number two, taking ownership of what has happened. All right. Number three. Number three has been hard for me, and I know it's hard for some of you, and that is forgive yourself. Because we have a ability to beat ourselves down because of the mistakes that we have made. Granted, they are mistakes. Nobody have nobody has written a book except for the Bible to tell us how to live. You know what I'm saying? We we're gonna make mistakes. We're gonna fall short. We're gonna do those things. But we have to learn how to forgive ourselves. We have to stop playing those failed scenarios in the back of our minds. We have to. Stop letting the enemy get the best of us. We have to stop those things and we have to learn how to bring it forth to God and ask him for forgiveness and then ask us to ask him to give us the ability to forgive ourselves so we can move on. Because if you don't forgive yourself, that thing is going to eat you up. It's going to keep you up at night. It's going to make you toss and turn. It's just going to it's going to slowly kill you. So I just want you guys to learn how to forgive yourself. That was number three. Learn, forgive yourself. And then number four is going back to that secret place of loving yourself. Loving on you. You know what I'm saying? Taking that time for you. And yes, I call it a secret place because nobody is allowed there but you. And when you're in that secret place, you dwell with God and you dwell with loving on you. You dwell with loving your mind. You you dwell with loving your beauty and how you look in the mirror. You, you know, you become healthy inside and out. You know, you you want to take the time out and see how your diet is. You want to take the time out to see what you've been watching on TV, what you've been listening to on the phone, how you've been speaking over your life with your mouth. You want to take that time in that secret place because if you don't do it, nobody's going to give that love to you. And I know, you know, people think about when 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 we talk about self-love, we talk about, um, you know, uh, going to the gym and making sure your outside is good. But that self-love is also on the inside. You know what I'm saying? That that inside self-love that you just that radiates from the outside. 
that's that self-love that that's in that secret place that you can only get from that secret place. So I want you to go back there in that secret place and find how to love yourself again, how to love on you a little bit more. Right. Number five. Hold on. Oh, make sure you are no longer tainted. Make sure you are no longer tainted, tainted. And what I mean by that is making sure that all that residue that you picked up from that bad relationship, that every time that bad relationship, that person touched you and, um, you know, caressed you and like you just want to make sure that all their fingerprints, you know, the fingerprints that we leave every time we touch something, that's what happens when people touch on you. They leave their fingerprints. And people can see them. We can't see them, but people can see them. People with, if you let a person with low self-esteem touch you, a person with low self-esteem is going to see you. You know, it's like that. If you let a person with a bad temper touch you or anger problems, guess what? A person with, another person with a bad temper or anger problems are going to touch, are going to approach you because guess what? They, they saw that you let somebody else with anger problems and um, a bad temper touch you. This is why you want to make sure that all of that residue, all of those fingerprints are, are off of you because they, people can see. I tell people this all the time and I don't even think they believe it, that people can see those things. People can they can see low self-esteem. It's, it's tainted on you. Somebody with low self-esteem touch you. Guess what? Guess what? Then a person with low self-esteem is going to approach you. A person can see no self-love. They can see it. They can smell it. Because you are tainted with it. Who, who have you been around? If, you've been, if you have been in a bad relationship with somebody who's toxic, insecure, no self-love, anger, all of that is on you. All of those fingerprints are on you. So guess what are you going to keep attracting if you don't get rid of those fingerprints? The same person. Because the same people can see it. They can see the insecurities. They can see the low self-esteem. They can see the, the, um, bad, the bad temper. They can see all of that tainted on you. And they're like, oh, this person puts up with all of this. No, but they think you do because you didn't take the time off, didn't take the time to wash yourself off. And I don't mean literally me. I mean, figuratively speaking, like you didn't take that time to get rid of all of those fingerprints. You didn't. And it's the truth. And number six, and this is the last one, is learning, learn again how to be whole on your own. I'm going to say it again. Number six is learning again how to be whole on your own. I, can't, I told you guys before, nothing scares me most than somebody coming into my life and telling me that I complete them. I'm going to run. I'm going to block their number. I'm going to block them on social media. I'm going to run for my life because that's a heavy expectation to put on me or to put on anybody in general. I don't want to complete anybody. And you shouldn't want to want anybody to complete you. You should want to go into a relationship whole on your own. You should want to walk around every day with your head held high, whole, not waiting for anybody to come and to complete you. Be complete on your own. Be complete on your own. And once you are complete on your own, you will know that your happiness comes from you. Your joy comes from you. Your peace comes from you. But as long as you continue... Can't continue to walk around waiting for somebody to complete you. 
oh, that is an expectation that will set you up for disappointment every single time. Because guess what? People are going to be people and not everybody is whole. Some people are walking around here incomplete. Some of them not even have pages. But as long as you are incomplete yourself, you will continue to match up with them. And then y'all will get together and be like, oh, you complete me and make each other whole. That's false. And then wonder why y'all not working out because that's false. In order for two people to work out, one has to be whole on their own and the other has to be whole on their own. And nobody should be holding anybody to expectations that they cannot meet. So you can't be walking around here single and sad, thinking that you're going to get in a relationship and expect that person to make you happy every single day. You're in for it. You're, you, you might as well not even go into that relationship because it's going to end in a few months. It might not end in a few months, but it's going to end in a few years. Because it's going to be that one day that person does not make you happy and you're going to be upset. And you're going to be sad all over again. Because people are people. And you can't hold them to big expectations like that. But once you're whole and you know that all of that stuff that you're seeking in a person, all of that stuff you're seeking in the world comes from you, baby, you unstoppable. And no matter if the relationship that you, the next relationship that you get in is good or the next relationship that you get in is bad, you're going to be okay. Because you can, you know that your feelings are not stemmed from that. You're not incomplete. You're whole. So you are taking full responsibility of where you are and what you're doing and not putting any false expectations on anyone else. So we're going to do this again real quick. I'm not going to give explanations, but if you're writing it down, I want to give it again. So one, see God for your healing. Two, take ownership for what has happened. Three, forgive yourself. Four, go back to that secret place of loving you. Five, make sure you are no longer tainted. Six, learn how to be whole again on your own. I hope you guys enjoyed this. Let me know what you think. You know, I love their comments. I love um, that you guys follow me on Instagram. I want to talk to you more. I'm going to try to create a live schedule so we could talk more, but I need some topics. So I'm going to try to figure out some topics to talk about so I could go live more. And, you know, we could just have a grand old time because I am really like crazy, you know, from this podcast. If you follow me on Instagram. But if you don't follow me on Instagram, go follow me on Instagram. What are you waiting for? At just Sash underscore. Um, let me know. Send me if you got my number, send me a text about what you think. Send me a DM, whatever the case may be. I am on Clubhouse. At Jessash underscore two. I haven't, you know, made a room yet, but I got to get used to it. And um, I will talk to you guys soon.